0: Hey there, it's Jenny. And before we get started on today's podcast, I just want to send a very special invitation to you to join me and niche specialist Jason Wheeler for an exclusive webinar happening on May 21st. We're diving into the Elemental Marketing System, it's the ultimate guide to scaling your consulting, your coaching, or any service based business pretty effortlessly. During the session that we're going to have, you're going to uncover the secrets of attracting and converting your ideal clients optimizing your lead generation strategies, and really unlocking the full potential of your marketing efforts. If you're ready to propel your business forward and really get to those amazing heights and sustainable growth, then this is the training for you. Go ahead and reserve your spot today. You can go to growandprofitonline.com forward slash lead-gen-class. Can't wait to see you there. Hi, this is the Acquire podcast from the Oddphonic Podcast Network, and I'm Jenny Wright. This is the podcast that delves deep into the world of list building and online events, and it's designed to empower entrepreneurs and marketers with the knowledge and strategies to master these essential growth tactics. Today, we have a really special guest and somebody who I think is amazing. He's no stranger to the world of video content and digital marketing. Meet Atiba D'Souza, the video content Superman, and he is wearing all the gear today. Atiba is not just any content creator, he's a visionary who is mastering SEO before the term even existed. With over 15 years experience, he's not just ranked regional and national brands on page one on Google, he's actually changed the game, the whole landscape of how this looks. Atiba is a multi-award winning marketer featured on prestigious platforms such as Traffic and Conversion Summit, Affiliate Meet Mark Market, digital marketing blog, Fox, and even USA Today. Those are prestigious sort of platforms to be on. And he's been the voice of some top-tier marketing podcasts, sharing his wealth of knowledge. But Atiba is more than just a marketing genius. He's also a devoted family man, a connoisseur of all things delicious, an IG food influencer. Thank you so much, Atiba. I'm so glad you're here. You and I have met and worked together on multiple projects uh, Mm -hmm. like summits and and podcasts and we've been, you know, we've just crossed paths quite a few times. Yeah. And you've done some incredible things in terms of podcasting in 2023 with guest speaking and all sorts of you know content creation and things like that and summits. Yeah. Talk to me about what you've done in 2023 and the results you've kind of created from that in terms of list building, lead generation, sales, revenue, all of that kind yep. of good
1: stuff. Uh, absolutely. And and so first. Us- Let's just start there. I'm telling you the end of the story, but I (laughs) want to be clear. This is not how the story started, okay? Or even where I was thinking it was going. But we're sitting here in the beginning of the fourth quarter of 2023. And at this moment, due to podcasting, we're going to be talking about being a guest on podcasts and even having your own show a bit as well. Both sides of this, but definitely being a guest on other people's podcasts from that this year alone, I have been on and invited to be on six stages, physical stages, and generated $276,000 in the first three quarters of this year. But that's not even the fun part. I, I don't know. That sounds like a huge Are number. You, what?
0: <laughs> that's not even the fun part. That's, that's pretty fun. That's not even <laughs> the fun
1: part. That's not even the fun part. We have over $300,000 worth of proposals out for 2024 already.
0: What the crap? Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Congratulations.
1: Thank you. And it's all because of the correct approach to podcasting.
0: Absolutely. Guest, guest speaking is massive. And Mm -hmm. in Acquire, we're talking about lead generation, list building, launches, all that good stuff. And having a podcast, this is a little meta because we're on my podcast. But hosting a podcast and guest speaking is always been one of the strategies that I've been employing to grow my list and create lead generation and so on and so forth. This is huge for you in 2023. And if you were to compare it to like 2022, Mm -hmm. what would be the, the biggest differentiator for you?
1: It's a great question. And that's, that's, this is the thing that I hope everybody hears. Don't get stuck on the sexy numbers. Hear this, because this is what's important. So in 2022, I was on podcasts. I was on a lot of podcasts in 2022. However, I was on podcasts for the wrong reason. We were booking shows and we were booking shows left and right. And people wanted to hear me speak. And I wanted to go on those shows because I was attempting to perfect my voice. I was on there for very selfish reasons. Some other people that I know in 2022 as well, who are having great success in 2023 with podcasting, were on shows last year because they thought that they would get clients from it. So they went on trying to sell people, or they wanted the host of the podcast to become their new client. So they were trying to sell the host. The bottom line is we were all approaching it from an extremely selfish, perspective. It was all about what we could gain. That's when I, when I looked back at 2022, that's what I realized. Okay. It was very, very selfish. And so early this year we changed, I changed my focus (laughs) and it became on, okay, who is the audience? What does this host want this audience to know and would be valuable to this audience? And how can I over deliver on that? How can I make this host feel like, oh my gosh, you were the best guest ever because you just gave so much value mm-hmm. to everybody for free. You're like the greatest thing ever. I had you on my um, summit and
0: this past June in 2023 and a previous one, and also on the podcast that I had previously as well. You do do that. You make... You You make the host feel like, Hey, this was super easy to book. Like you're quick at filling out the form. You're quick to book the interview and so on and so forth, which is fabulous. When you want to get into guest speaking and just making it easy. I want to break it down though. I want to go a little bit deeper than just like the superficial, Hey, I want to change from 2022 to 2023. How did you justify or rationalize in your head this shift? And what was the biggest, like other than the monetary, because that's monetary, it's great. But other than the monetary, what's the biggest gain that you've seen?
1: Yeah. So let's be clear. I didn't do it for the monetary gain. No. Okay? I didn't make the shift. For the, that, that wasn't even the thought when we made the shift. Yeah, it's Here's just a good happened. result. It's it a great result. Here's what happened in, in all honesty. And this was January. Um, I had a guy on my show whose name I'm not going to call. Um, and I'm embarrassed to say this, but I, I had him on my show. And I did not remember doing his show. And what was worse was I'd done his show 10 days prior because I got on his show and it was all about me. And I was, I didn't care a thing about him. I didn't even remember his name or what he looked like, mm-hmm. right? It was all about me practicing and rehearsing my, my bit, yeah, if you will, right? And how I present, if you will, right? And then he gets on and he's... He's talking to me and he obviously knows me. And I'm like, I don't know who this guy is. And yeah, I was yeah. so embarrassed in that moment that I realized I was being selfish. Mm. You see, and it's, it's, it's a very fundamental principle in business. The closed hand has no money. Okay. And when you're selfish, it's because you're trying to hold on tight and you have closed hands. Yep. And so Your desperation. Was, yes. I was smacked by that in january mm-hmm. right and realized that i needed to be giving more than i was because you know let me let me be even more real with you so in my history and i'm not sure you know this but in my history i have the the pleasure of being a tour guide at the u.s holocaust memorial museum museum in washington dc I, I did that for many years when i was younger um i'm talking 16 through 21 Wow. Okay. okay. Um, and I've toured heads of state, um, dignitaries. I mean, people that, yeah, you see on the evening news, I've toured them through the museum. I've toured big people, big names through. And my coach at the, at the time in the museum, okay, who was ahead of me and, and teach me this stuff, after several years looked at me and she, and she said to me, she said, she pulled me aside in the middle of a tour, okay? Miss Williams. She pulled me aside and she said, I was 19 years old. She said, listen, it needs to be more about the content and less about you. She said, you're fantastic as a showman, Mm -hmm. but they're here for the content, not the show. And so in January, I realized I was being a showman. I was getting on podcasts and it was all about the show.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Right. And I was practicing the show instead of being all about the content and over delivering on that. Okay. Okay. So that was a conversion there. Like when I when I realized that with that gentleman on that podcast, and then I'm remembering the years old lesson from <laughs> Ms. Williams. Yeah. Right. Smacking me in the face like, dude, it's not about the show. So that that was the 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 moment, the precipice moment for me.
0: So that would have brought up for me, that would have brought up mm-hmm. feelings. That would have brought up some junk. And even though this show isn't about the feelings i will say because you know we are we are content creators we are all about that stuff but i i actually spoke on stage last week and i had a conversation at the time that we're recording this i spoke on stage last week i remember saying look i'm all about the thing like the technicals the creation but there is not a client that i don't have that i have to do the feelings with because they mesh right so you've had this realization thank you miss williams and the memory from this like long time ago and you realize that you've made it about the show versus the content. So you're changing that yep. up. How did you like, again, look at that and go, I forgive myself for having done this and I'm going to pour myself into this new way of doing it. Like, was that a blip? Was that a moment? Was that a week? What did that feel like?
1: Well, so fortunately it wasn't the first time in my life i had gone through that. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not the first time in, in my life that the showman was too much and I had to pull back. And so that side of it was okay 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 because when she pulled me aside when i was 19 years old yeah i was in my feelings then right but i remembered those feelings till this day and and how to to deal and and progress through it Mm -hmm. right the the challenge was okay so then who am i what what is it that i am actually delivering yes right uh it's it's interesting because in that time frame, what we also did is we went back and we took my speaker kit, we rewrote the entire speaker kit, we threw it out, we rewrote the whole thing, mm-hmm. right? Um, and we, we recrafted my presentations, even just my stage presentations and podcasts of what, what we were talking about, we recrafted how we were presenting ourselves to even hosts, okay? okay. So that it was more authentic.
0: I was just going to say, are you now remembering the names of the podcast that you're on more like other people and things like that? Is that easier for yeah. you because you're focusing more on the delivery side?
1: Yeah. And it's more, See, and so for you who are listening to understand why this was such a big smack as well is because I'm a huge systems guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my staff prepares a dossier of every show I'm going to be on. So guess what y'all, I had all the information, I had it all. And that's why the smack was even harder, but it was like, okay, come on, man. We're better than this, Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: right? We're better than this. We can, we can be better than we need to show better than this. Um, and so, so that was a lot of, of that there. And so, yes. So now one of the things that we we did was i slowed down how many podcasts we were on, cause I was doing four a week too. It was a lot, it was a ton. And I, and I, so we deliberately slowed down so that we could pay better attention Mm -hmm. so we can remember, right? So we can remember, (laughs) right? So we can remember, okay? (laughs) Um, super important. Yeah. And the other side, because here's this, and we're going to get into this, I'm sure, but what makes this work? Mm -hmm. And what helps you build your list and build your business through podcasting is actually the follow-up. Yeah. I really want to talk about that too. Okay. And so when we're on for a week and I'm just practicing the show, we're caring less about the follow-up. Now we have a follow-up system in place. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's a good one, but it's just that it's, it's just there, right? There is no real deliberate and real hearing behind the follow-up. Okay? So let's talk about follow-up. Actually, before we talk about follow-up, let's let's (laughs) take a step back. Let's take a step back. Okay? So you get get booked on a show. You're a guest on a show. What do you do? Well, you study their audience. You understand what is it that they're trying to deliver to their audience and where do you fit in that equation? Okay? Where do you fit in that equation? And that's where you want to focus on what you deliver. Now, Be open to the conversation going wherever it goes, be open to that. Talk directly to the audience. You see, I think this goes without saying, but so many people don't do it. Most hosts want you to talk to their audience.
0: But it ends up being a conversation between the two people and not directly to the audience or uh, lip service to the audience itself. Yeah,
1: exactly. But if you remember to pull in the audience. Right, like I did with you guys earlier, I said, for some of you who are listening right now, yeah, right, remember to pull in the audience. Hosts love that. What you're doing here is working to build a relationship with this host and show this host that you care about what they care about. Nobody cares about what you care about until they know you care about them. Period. I have questions, I have questions. Okay, I'm still gonna get the follow up. So, yes, let's go.
0: Okay, so. Let's finish follow-up and then the, the, I, I want to make a shift. So talk to okay. me about what follow-up is. I guess that's a lot of like where your results came out in 2024 so far.
1: Yes. The deal here is you create the show, you have the show, you're on the show, you guest on the show, you create connection. If you have your own show, you're looking for points of connection where maybe the host can be a guest on your show and you can invite them. And then it becomes this really fun thing going back and forth. Okay. Which is very important. It's very important because for meaningful connection to happen, you have to create two pieces of content with someone. So Mm -hmm. if you're on my show and I'm on your show, we've created two pieces of content. We have a meaningful relationship, which is why I felt so bad about that guy because he was on my show. I had no, nothing meaningful with him. Got it. And I'm failing. Okay. So now we've done that. Now follow-up. Your follow-up comes into one out of two buckets. The first one is extremely traditional, and there's nothing wrong with it. As a matter of fact, you should do it. Matter of fact, I should do it, and I suck at it. Still, with my results, I suck at it. That is email marketing. I was just gonna say email email marketing. (laughs) Yes, I. You know, when was the last time you got an email from me that wasn't you know that's part of my marketing? You you haven't.
0: No, not no. And I've been on your show.
1: Yes, you have. You, I suck at it. Okay. And this is probably
0: why you need me because I could come in there and make that better and not sucky. But anyways, continue.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Um, And so I, I suck at that and for a whole host of reasons, but you shouldn't. Yeah. You shouldn't. Okay. Create that email sequence because what it does is it keeps you in front of people and people remembering you. Yes. But now here's the thing that we do and we do well. And I suggest that you do too especially if you've had them on your show. So you did the two-show thing. You've had them on your show. If somebody's on my show today, I will use pieces of that content for the next year on my social media. And I will tag them for the next year on my social media. Why? Because we're creating more content together. And I'm shining a spotlight on them saying, they're super smart, and oh, let me let me back up. That's a real important point there. When I create those cut-ups of content that we we put, I'm shining a light on them, not on me. It's not like I was on their show and I said something smart. Okay. Oh, no, it's what they said that was great. Okay. It's not being selfish. Oh, but I don't want other people on my feed. Yeah, you do. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Actually, you do uh, all the time. Actually. Yeah, you do.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you do. Yeah. Right. But that follow-up is what has kept me in front of people that didn't have allowed. So what's happened is I've done the podcast, Mm -hmm. right? And they have branched into one out of two areas. So either I did a podcast with someone and they had a mastermind type group that they coach and they wanted me to come in and do a special session for Mm -hmm. that group. And then I'll do that special session and clients would come out of it. Or they'd say, "Hey, I have an event. Would you come speak at my summit? Would you come speak on my stage?" Absolutely, I will. And the list grows. I, I keep saying this. It's simple. Yeah.
0: It's just sometimes not easy to like. It's 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 so simple to do. It just it grabs people. And this is why this is why I have a job. That's why I talk about it so much. Like list building and lead generation and launches and you know email yeah. marketing and stuff like that these, these things aren't hard concepts and they, the concepts have been the same slight tweaks for years or even decades. We're just slightly refining them for the audience of the time or the feeling and yeah. the mode of the time. You kind of partially answered what this like shift in questioning that I wanted to go to, which was, uh, obviously follow-up is where you're getting some clientele. Obviously people are checking you out from the podcast and you're using the content for the whole year and you're getting some good stuff coming from that. The majority of the figures that you dropped at the beginning, where you talked about the end before this, yes, you talked about the money, where yeah. did the majority of that those sales come from? Were they coming as a direct result of the podcast? Were they coming oh. as like, like, where did those figures come from?
1: No, so that's one of the, the fun things, right? People always say, Oh, you know, someone who's going to be listening to this podcast is going to become my next client. And my ex- no. I have a friend okay, who we're both on this journey together, and for her, she is crushing it. She's on podcasts, and the guests are becoming her clients, left, right, and center. She's crushing it. Hasn't been my experience. It okay. doesn't mean my experience is right and her experience is wrong. We're different, mm-hmm. and we're both doing well. For me, it's become in that moment where the podcast host says, hey, I've got a different network that I want to introduce you to would you be willing to come and speak and teach to this other network? Yep. Whether it's the mastermind, like matter of fact, tomorrow, I'm going to a mastermind in California for the next two days of someone whose podcast I was on, and I'm gonna be teaching at his mastermind. His entire audience that he has in that room are my ideal customers. And, and I am there, with his blessing, and he's going to introduce me and say, you guys need to hire him. Here's why. Listen.
0: Mm, I would, I mean, I would kill for a room like that. Totally.
1: All for podcasting.
0: Yep, exactly. I actually talked about this, uh, recently where I, basically there's two ways of, of lead gen list building selling. You either work it for yourself, hosting your own events, hosting your own content, creating your own thing or or and or you get on other people's platforms yes and if you can't create your own get on somebody else's right so if creating your own summit or your own podcast or youtube show feels really daunting and you don't have the team or you don't have this you know whatever it is this is where you get on somebody else's platform yes i've been really busy this whole 2023 with a lot of background stuff that i've been working on and other than the summit I hosted in June, I haven't been able to host any other sort of like content, heavy list build, heavy events. So I focused on getting on other people's platforms. Yes. And adding the leads and things like that. There was a, a giveaway that I was on recently, really great giveaway. I think I got about 500 leads from that. Wow. Right. And now it's all the follow-up and getting, you know, the calls booked and things like that. I've already closed two clients from that, by the way. So there's like, the, yeah, I know, right? It's um, we're, we're a little air clapping so we don't get it on the mic, but that, it's all in the follow-up like you're talking about. I want to talk a little bit about how you're using content over time. You mentioned earlier that you appear on a podcast, you take that yeah. content, you break it up over a year, you're staying front of mind for the host. But are you also, I mean, I'm imagining they may like repost it or something and the algo is showing it to their people too. Is that how it like the SEO would work with that?
1: So there's a lot of there's a lot of benefits. Okay. Okay. And unfortunately it's not quantifiable, which is why a lot of people won't do it. Okay. But let me just be clear here on this. Okay. Number one, the really good podcast hosts, when you apply to be on their stage, they're gonna go check you out. Mm -hmm. And when they go check you out, they want to know where else you've been. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if they see you've not been anywhere, maybe they don't want you. If they say you've been places. Okay. Nice. You posted that that you were somewhere. If they come and I I hear people say this all the time. If they come to my feed and they say, oh man, you were on these shows and man, I see how you're promoting other people. They know I'm going to do that for them too. Right. And so that gets me more shows than I don't even know about because they're checking me out. They're seeing what I'm about, okay? They know that, hey, he went out of his way to promote Social Profit Lab, one of the things that we did together, yes. right? And, and I actually had another event. It was like, you know, we know that you're going to promote for us. We saw what you did there. Yeah, I got another stage because they saw how I was promoting another stage. So that's one side. Now to answer your question as well, because that, that just feeds on top of it. Mm-hmm. So now I put out a post that tags you, you might share it on your story, right? If it's on Instagram, then everybody on your story, see it, et cetera, et cetera. And it grows and it grows and it grows. The other thing that it does, especially on the meta platforms is it keeps my posts in front of you. So mm-hmm. not just. The one that I created with you, but all my other ones too. Yeah. Okay. I get people all the time saying, oh man, you're traveling everywhere. I see you everywhere. Yeah. That's because, <laughs> because I'm doing all of this work in the background, the algorithm is showing you more of my stuff. Yep. Yep.
0: Absolutely, okay. I got that last week. Somebody said, "Oh my God, you're! I see you're like you're everywhere. You must be killing it!" And I'm like, "Teehee, <laughs> I, I'm I'm just working the the algo. I'm just making sure content's showing up and it's relevant and all those kinds of things. Yeah, it's yes. it's really important. What now, would you ta- go, ahead go, go ahead.
1: ahead? go ahead. No, no, ladies first.
0: Why, thank you. What would you talk about, or what could you say to? Something I talk about a lot, which is consistency, because Mm. you can create all this content, but if you are inconsistent with it, does it work still or no? Do you have to create a lot of consistency?
1: Can you talk to that? You have to be consistent. Um, There isn't an algorithm out there on an organic scale. And, you know, organic marketing is my background. That's what I do, Mm -hmm. right? That's what I do for people, organic marketing. And the reality is it doesn't matter what the network is. Every single algorithm craves consistency in the organic realm. Yes. Okay. Now that doesn't mean that you have to post every day. It doesn't mean you have to post five times a day. It doesn't mean you have to post two times a day. It could mean that you are posting three times a week and you do it consistently. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It could mean that you only have time for one a week, but you do it consistently okay that's the key because the thing the thing that's frustrating about the algorithms is this let's say you post for 3 months every monday okay and then in that fourth month you get sick and you miss two mondays and then you come back on the third monday the algorithm like i don't know if i know you <laughs> do we know each other <laughs> hold on <laughs> Is that you? Or is that, nah, I don't know if that's you. And they're going to make you start over. And that's not what you want. That is not what you want. So you want consistency. And so you, you need to look at how much content are you realistically creating? And how much content can you realistically commit to doing consistently? That's the key.
0: We are going to soundbite that particular part of this. It, I, this is That was the funniest thing ever. I, we are going to totally soundbite that. <laughs> Who are you? That was awesome.
1: <laughs> well, please do. And yeah. please send it to me, too, so we can use it. Because mm-hmm. I just completely made that up on the spot. Um, one of the things, and this is a complete aside. I hope you don't mind. Go ahead. This is a complete aside. So uh, one of the things we're doing right now is we're in the middle of a rebrand. Okay. Okay. Um, and we're in the middle of a rebrand because my brand and me have been one forever. Okay. And we're splitting them. Okay. And All right. splitting them into two distinct personalities. And I realize that my internal personality is that of the jester.
0: Right. Okay. All right. So, so we're going to see a little bit it. more stand up and we're going to see a little bit more. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, so there you have it.
0: I totally get it. I get it. I am very sardonic. I'm very sarcastic sometimes. And I'm also a little bit like, suck it up and make it happen. And, yeah. you know, sweet, super saccharine Jenny just doesn't cut it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You got to, I've got to be absolutely real. And um, when I'm not interviewing guests, I'm doing solo episodes. And I find those very difficult sometimes to do because I kind of want to be like, a little bit more edgy sometimes <laughs> and you know what you've got to separate you've got to be that true person so if you're the jester yeah. bring the jester. Yeah. it's great yeah. all right before we wrap up with this because unfortunately i don't have five hours with you today which i probably could fill uh, and we'll have to have you back on for sure because i actually want mm. to have a completely separate conversation all about seo and how that yeah. can affect your launches and your lead generation oh. and so on that's oh, a oh conversation yeah that?
1: That's five hours by itself.
0: Yeah, I want to go really deep with that. I really want to get into the nitty gritty. Um, Can you talk a little bit about how organic marketing is evolving or changing right now? And then just sort of wrap it up with what you're seeing coming, you know, into the next quarter uh, into the, you know, the first quarter of 2024.
1: Yeah. So you know, the the beauty of where organic marketing is going is number one, it's about video. Mm -hmm. Okay, if you haven't heard video is here and it's here to stay. It's just the way it is. Okay. We love video. Humans love video. And the algorithms are catching up to that. Yes, before the pandemic, we had TikTok. We had Instagram coming out with Reels, wanting more videos going away from just the pictures on Instagram, so on and so forth. But where we are now is at a place where TikTok is trying to to allow you to search more of their video content, to find what you're looking for. Google is trying to put more videos on on page one. LinkedIn wants more of it. Everybody wants more video and there's even the platform and, and i'll be honest i've slept on this one forever pinterest and video on pinterest and its effect on organic marketing in certain industries is going to be absolutely huge a huge huge play totally huge good. play so what you're going to see coming up to, to further succinctly answer your question is organic marketing is no longer just going to be about, hey, where am I on this platform or this platform or that platform? The platforms of the, your landscape is going to start to merge together, okay? And in that merging, you're going to be able to create a really strong web of what you look like organically online.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. I, I see the same trends happening too Mm -hmm. with video. And I see the same trends also happening in email marketing with email marketing is not going anywhere. Everybody was like, email marketing is dead. No, it is no, absolutely not dead. Uh, We actually see a resurgence of the newsletter. You know, that thing that we're like, "Eh, right?
1: Hold on. Yeah. You want to know about a resurgence of the newsletter? Yes, this Get this. There are very few business models right now in the tech and marketing world that have a higher multiple than newsletter businesses. Newsletter businesses are hitting 11 and 12x multiples in valuation. That and, is insane. Yeah. And nobody knows it. They think it's dead. They think it's like,
0: they think it's boring. And you know what? I was part of one of those people, my partner, he, was building his website a couple of years ago and he was like, or a year ago or something, he was doing some updates. And he's like, yeah, I'm just going to put a newsletter box. And I'm like, Oh my God, nobody's going to sign up for a newsletter box. He's like, yeah, they are. And I, I completely fought him on this. I thought, this is ridiculous. You have to offer a lead magnet. You got to offer a lead magnet. And he's like, no, I'm putting a newsletter box. I was like, okay. Um, I was like, I'm going to prove you wrong. Well, he proved me wrong. And so I will publicly admit that my partner's right. And I'm wrong. He needs to know that. And newsletters are back and they're strong and they're not going anywhere. And email marketing. I'm loving loving email marketing for what it's going to look like towards the end of this quarter and also continuing in 2024. I think it's only going to get stronger. Ativa, this has been amazing. We could keep going. We're going to have to have you back, obviously, because we have more conversations to have. Lead us out a little bit here with how people can find you, get to know you, see what you do, and also potentially even figure out how you can help them.
1: So I've got some news for y'all. Y'all ready for this? So number one, you can always reach me on meetatiba.com. That's boy acom That will take you to my LinkedIn. There, send me a message. Let's talk, let's connect. I want to connect with you. But I am actually, because so many people have asked me about this podcasting system, and because as you heard a little bit earlier, I'm big into systems, we actually have all the SOPs And all of the processes of how we've done this, we're actually going to be packaging that up nice and neat so that you can have it and duplicate it for yourself. We're going to be launching that in probably the next couple of months. So stay tuned. Hit me on LinkedIn. I'll make sure that you'll find out when that's coming so that you too can have success building your list through podcasting.
0: Awesome! Thank you so much, Ativa. You're amazing. I appreciate it. Again, you delivered so much good value. Thanks again for being on the Acquire podcast. And if you're listening to this podcast and you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button, leave a comment or a review. Let me know what you think and what you want to hear. And then also make sure you're checking and connecting with me on my social platforms. So go ahead and connect with me on Instagram. That's where you're going to find me. And let's have a conversation about your list building, your lead generation, and your next upcoming launch. Thanks so much. We'll talk to y'all soon.